This is Rama for Today. I used to say, I'm not moved by what I see. I started saying it on the bed of sickness. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. After I'd been healed two or three years, somebody gave me Wigglesworth's ever increasing faith, and I read where he said the same thing. Well, men of faith ought to say the same thing. Praise God. Are you listening? And so that I, I was always saying that. And it seemed like I had to say it a whole lot more in yesteryears than I do today because I was seeing so much that didn't look good. <laughs> I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. Praise God. But I just went right ahead and did what God said to do. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I've been tempted a lot, but I'm not going to yield to it. Amen. I settled that with the Lord July the 4th, 1933. 6 p.m. in the evening of July the 4th. 1933 said, Lord, if you'll forgive me for fretting, you'll forgive me for worrying, you'll forgive me for having the blues, you forgive me for feeling sorry for myself. And I was bedfast. This is the fourth month I'm bedfast. I promise you, and I know you will forgive me because you said you would, I promise you from this day forward, I'll never worry again. I'll never fret again. I'll never have the blues again. I'll never be discouraged again. Well, thank God he forgave me. The peace of God came on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Years have come and gone, and I haven't fretted, and I haven't worried, not once. And I haven't had the blues, and I haven't been discouraged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I've passed up some marvelous opportunities. <laughs> I've passed up some marvelous opportunities. I've been sorely tempted. <laughs> but I remembered my commitment. I remembered my consecration. And I'll tell you, this is just so much better. I just like it so much better. Praise God. Amen. Are you listening to me? Now, I know, I know you pastors, you may think, well, he can say that. He's not a pastor. I pastored nearly 12 years. Now, you won't have to be too brilliant, too smart. In 12-year time, you just learn a few things, nothing else. You just stumble over them, fall down over a few things, you know. <laughs> but I just simply followed the same practices of pastors I did otherwise. I remember just as a 21-year-old boy, my wife and I just first married. And we took a full gospel church in the black land, North Central Texas. I'll tell you, I, I thought all the problems of the world existed in that church. You never saw, and I pastored others too, and I'm convinced that was the biggest problem church I've ever seen. And I didn't know with my inexperience, what do you do about it? Something ought to be done. So I just had a little conversation, conversation with the father, my father, and said, Father, something ought to be done, but I don't know what to do. In my inexperience and immaturity, I don't know what to do. Something ought to be said. There's so many problems existed. But I don't know what to say. In my inexperience and immaturity, I don't know what to say. 
And so you said, cast all your care. Well, now this is my care. I've got my responsibility. I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to study. I'm going to be ready to preach. I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to visit the sick. I'm going to help those that need help. I'm going to treat everybody alike. And I'm not going to worry. I'm going to turn it over to you. If the church catches on fire, I'm going to tell them, don't, don't you wake me up. Just let it burn down. We'll build a bigger one. If the deacons get in a fist fight, which it looked like they was going to any minute. If the deacons get in a fist fight in the front yard of the church, don't disturb me. Just let them fight it out. When they get it all fought out, well, I'll pray with them, get them prayed through and get them back in fellowship with God and we'll go on. I'm going to get my rest, praise God. I turn it over to you. You know, the minute I turn that thing over to the Lord, I'll tell you things started happening. Folks started getting saved, getting baptized, getting healed every weekend. Just a common occurrence. Amen. Now, you see, you do have your responsibility. And I was faithful to my responsibility. But there's a difference in being faithful to your responsibility and worrying and fretting and stewing. Amen. And I just refused to be discouraged. I preach meetings in churches. And, and folks, that, uh, you know, the pastor every day and the associate pastor trying to encourage me and prop me up. Now, brother, don't get discouraged and leave us. Don't get discouraged and leave us. And I said, I'm not going to leave. Now, you invited me to come here as a pastor. The Lord spoke to me and told me to come. I'm staying till the Lord says leave or you as a pastor. If you said close tomorrow night, we'd close tomorrow night. If you got right up in the middle of my sermon and said close, I'd close it right then because you're the one in authority around here. I'm not going to get discouraged. It won't discourage me if they don't anybody but two old snaggletooth women show up. <laughs> I'll just do my best. I refuse. You know, it's one thing to say something and another thing to really live it. Amen. I used to say, I said it before I ever read where Wigglesworth said it. I used to say, I'm not moved by what I see. I started saying it on the bed of sickness. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. After I'd been healed two or three years, somebody gave me Wigglesworth ever increasing faith, and I read where he said the same thing. Well, men of faith ought to say the same thing. Praise God. Are you listening? And so that, I, I was always saying that. And it seemed like I had to say it a whole lot more in yesteryears than I do today because I was seeing so much it didn't look good. <laughs> I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved only by what I believe. Praise God. But I just went right ahead and did what God said do. One fellow said, said, well, now, what are you doing nowadays? The fellow had offered him a job. This is a true story. Offered him a job. He wouldn't take it. His family was suffering. Two or three little old kids running around hungry. Church trying to take care of them. Fellow, I said, what are you doing? Well, he said, I'm just sitting around waiting for something to turn up. Everything that turned up was bad. Bills. <laughs> Amen. Finally got put out of his house. But no, when you read and believe God, praise God, you know ahead of time what God's going to do. And get up and act on God's word. Praise the Lord. Well, say amen if you can. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No, I just refuse to be discouraged. Hallelujah. I just refuse to be discouraged. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how dark. And I've been there. Somebody said, well, you haven't been where I've been. Oh, if I told you where I'd been, you'd be ashamed to even mention it. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. You can't, you can't hardly, uh, I could tell you stories that you wouldn't hardly believe. That's absolutely true. Amen. But I just kept at it. 
because that's what God said do. And so I kept at it, and that's when you get there. Oh, thank God He is our Father. He is my Father. I love that. I, I remember the last church I prayed, I kept my Bible open on the altar in the church to, to Ephesians, the first chapter and the third chapter, more to the third chapter than any. And several times a day, my study was in the church, and I'd be there studying, you know, getting ready for my Sunday sermons and Wednesday night service and so on and so forth. But you've got other things to do, you know. But every time I'd come through a side door of the church and then went back beside the platform into my office, every time I'd come into my, my church, I would uh, kneel there and read that. I bow my knees unto the Father. I bow my knees unto the Father. I bow my knees unto the Father. And you really go on praying that whole prayer for myself. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Hallelujah. And so you see, it becomes the father and his family. Not just God, the father and his family. So you need to realize this, friends, that he's your father and that you can approach him. Now look again at this verse here in Hebrews. Let us therefore come boldly. Now that doesn't mean arrogantly, but it means just what it said, boldly unto the throne of grace. That's God's throne. That's my Father on the throne. That's my Father on the throne. That's my Father on the throne. Hallelujah. That's my Father on the throne. That's my Father on the throne. Hallelujah. You see, He is not austere. He is not a judge. He's not a traffic cop that just waiting to blow the whistle on you. He's your father. I'll tell you, some people, some Christian people, have got the most foolish image of God. To him, he's some great big somebody, you know, sitting up there with a big fly swatter. And the minute that you light and do something wrong, he's going to swat you. No, thank God, that's not my father. I said, that's not my father. Even if you missed it, he's still going to help you if you'll let him. Now, if you won't let him, that's another story. He can't help you then. But even if you missed it, and who is there of us that has not missed it? Amen? Even if you missed it, praise God, he's out to help you. He's not out to get you. And that's the image that a lot of people's got of God. He's out to get you. Oh, you better watch out. God will get you. No, he's not out to get you. He's out to help you. I'm talking about children of God, people of God. He's out to help you. He is your father. There is a longing in his heart to meet your need. There is a longing in his heart to bear your burden. The entire Old and New Testaments lead us to one conclusion... That is that God longs and God loves to answer prayer. Call unto me and I'll answer thee, he said, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. He longs to have your confidence. He longs to have you trust him for every need of your life. He wants you to know that it's easier for the heavens to cease to function than it is for God your Father to ignore one of his promises. He said, I watch over my word. 
King James said, I will hasten my word to perform it. The margin reading of Jeremiah 1.12, I watch over my word to perform it. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. Also in this package is the slimline book from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagan's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Madison, Alabama for a Living Faith Conference. Yes. Uh, March 12th through the 14th at Cornerstone Word of Life Church. Pastors Mark and Rhonda Garver. Yep. And then where are we going from there? We're going over to originally Tennessee for mm -hmm. a Living Faith Conference. Uh, March the 15th through the 17th. That'll be Wednesday through a, yes. a, a, a Friday. Yes. And then it's at Abundant Life Fellowship Church, Pastors Dave and Tammy Gray. Mm -hmm. If you want to know anything about where we're going to be with our with our Living Faith Conferences, you can go to rhema.org slash LFC and find it there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.